Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomad podcast. We've had a few people ask us recently and say, Rob, Aaron, love the podcast, love doing what you do, love listening, but we don't know too much about actually what you two do and what your business does. Can you explain that a bit more? We thought we'd just use this episode to go through roughly what, what, what exactly we do, why we do it, what our long-term plans are, things that we've done in, in the past. So we originally set up our company in 2016, Devoy and Smallbone Properties. It's important to point out actually that Alan and I had known each other since 2006, think, since university. So we've known each other for such a long time that over that time we have sort of developed this synergy and both share certain common goals of how we'd like our lives to be in the future. And it was only through a lot of traveling that we decided to go into property. And as usual, when we'd done that, you know, listened to some podcasts, read some books, attended some courses, got, got, you know, get sucked into the hoo-ha of this. We've tried many a different thing, you know, in the last five years, we've tried rent to rents, uh, you know, HMOs, serviced accommodation, and various things have and haven't worked for, for various reasons. So we've come full circle now to where we are dead set on doing buy-to-lets. Uh, buy-to-lets make up uh, you know, 90% of our portfolio at the moment, uh, spread across three different towns in the north of England, just to you know spread spread the risk as such. And you know, we've made countless amounts of mistakes uh, as individuals and as a business over the last four or five years. It is what it is. Um, sometimes you have to, you know, kiss a few frogs to find your prints and so forth. In terms of portfolio numbers, we don't really like mentioning numbers. I'm not a fan of saying, oh, I've got 100 properties or I've got 10 properties or I've got, you know, five properties. I'm not convinced. It, it doesn't really matter how many properties you do have or you don't have. It doesn't matter if you've got 100 properties or if you've got 10 properties. If you've got 10 properties, but each one makes £10,000 a month because you got some social housing mega contract lined up then happy days you might have 100 buy to lets but if all your tenants are you know non-payers and you don't make profit a month then you know what's the point so i'm not, I'm not even convinced on that number but in answer to your question at the time of, of recording you know we do have double digits i can tell you that and we're also in the process of purchasing a a few blocks of flats as well these are Houses that have been split into flats, they're on one freehold, and the, the tenant profile at the moment is lower end of the market. The reason we've taken these on, there's two exit strategies here. Number one, as and when tenants move out, we can refurb the flats and then increase the rent of each flat. Secondly, I could always, at some point in the future, split the title and then you know, you've got four four flats there, you can sell a couple off, keep a couple of flats. So there's two exit strategies on that. We've also got a couple of buy-to-lets lined up as well. And once we've got them over the line, that might be us for a few years. Now, the reason for that is, if you listened to the show recently, you would know that my economic outlook for the next couple of years is a bit shady at best, especially in housing. And as I said before, and I said in the episode with James Sahota as well, is... I'm not convinced that housing, or certainly along the sort of regular buy-to-let model, is, is going to be that proficient in 2021, 2022. 
Again, look at the simple economics, look at all the currency that's being printed at the moment, look at everything that's going on. It's no bueno, it's not good. It, you know, Then you read reports of the housing market doing really well, the stock market's doing really well. There is no fundamental reason why those two areas at the moment should be doing well. Absolutely not. So that, to me, creates concern. This is why we've locked in our mortgages, uh, certainly for you know five years at least, is to allow this bubble to burst and, and you know allow it to correct itself. So again, I say this at the end of December. It you know we said at the start of the year that once sort of COVID started hitting. You know, we didn't sort of go into our shells as such, but we weren't convinced we would get a lot done this year. And actually, we've got an awful lot done this year. It's been probably one of our best years, if not the best year of business. But in terms of our portfolio, it's predominantly buy-to-lets. We, they're slow, they're steady, they're going to be there forever. We believe that the very long-term demand for these units is going to be there. And as long as you get the right tenants, the right lettings agents in place, then... You know, it should be a case of happy days. To, to be fair, it's a long term. It's a long term game. That's the view that we've taken of it. You know, we've done a lot of jumping around from course to course, strategy to strategy. You know, we've never quite made anything work as well as it, it could have done, should have done. So we've kind of gone back to basics and gone right. Buy to let. So we know what to do. Let's crack on and do that. They're slow and steady. They're still going to be here in 20, 30 years. You know, we'll be absolutely fine. So that is our portfolio in a nutshell with a few purchases that we've got lined up as well. Once that's done, we might take our foot off the gas in terms of buying, but it doesn't mean we won't be out and about speaking to people, connecting with people. At the end of the day, cash is king. There's always going to be opportunities in the market one way or another. So we'll see what happens. So as a result of that, a secondary strategy that we've sort of worked on and we do two different things here. So Aaron works on connecting investors with projects, uh, development projects. And again, development isn't something that we do, but we've got enough people in our network, enough people that we know with serious amounts of cash and enough people in our network that have a serious amount of projects that need funding. So what Aaron does is basically is a connector. Can he put them together? He's got diplomas in, in risk management, risk analysis, you know, deal analyzing, been doing it for years and years and years. So he's incredibly competent at being able to analyze a deal, getting all the information that he needs and presenting that to investors. So that's what Aaron does mainly on the side. Myself, what do I do? Record the podcast. Of course, I love coming up with as much content as possible. But secondly, the other thing that I do is I'm a domestic energy assessor. So um, a, a DEA, as you might hear, but in layman's terms, I can do EPCs, basically, energy performance certificates. There's a lot of exciting things going on in, in the market. There's a lot of exciting things that are going to be happening within the energy sector over the next few decades. But the thing with EPCs is that they are a legal requirement. If you are buying a property, selling a property or renting a property, by law, you must have an EPC. And as we are a nation of renters predominantly, or you know that stat is increasing, certainly increasing, there's always going to be a need for EPCs. Yes, they last every 10 years, but if you change the boiling system, for example, you need to get a new one done to get everything updated, etc., etc. There's also a lot of government grants. 
Um, out there, Green Home Deals, we've mentioned this in the podcast before, that scheme has been extended as well. Uh, I would recommend, if you're looking to make an application uh, and so forth, uh, check out the Gov website or check out cocoon.co, that's C-O-C-U-U-N.co. Go and check them out as well. Uh, I will explain how to start the process of possibly applying for grants. But more importantly, the government have got a massive incentive for 2035, it's called past 2035. Effectively, they want to try and get every property up to an EPC rating of at least C. Now, if you listen to this and you've got a few older school properties in your portfolio, you're probably thinking, oh my God, how on earth am I gonna get my old Victorian property up to a C? I'll leave that in the government's hands. That's why it's a 15 year plan. That's why they're putting a lot, a lot of money um, at these green home deals, you know, energy efficient measures in order to improve the state of of the energy performances of various properties up and down the country. They also believe that there's approximately 27 million dwellings that need doing in in the next 15 years. So that's quite a big number, to say the least. Now, you also might be listening to this thinking, well, yeah, no, Rob, that sounds fine, but just, Rob, it just sounds like you've gone back to, you know, you've gone back to a full-time job. Yes and no. Uh, yes, it's a paid per survey that you do. So you know, every survey you do, you get paid for. That's great, happy days. You're also providing a very valuable service, but importantly, you get to be able to chat with landlords, tenants, and you're out and about on the road and you're out and about, you know, viewing property essentially. And you might drive past a few opportunities and again, that could lead to sourcing a deal that could lead to, you know, a different project in a different place. So there's all of these fusions that, uh, that have come together. And hey, it gives me something else to do as well. I love the portfolio. You know, Anna and I are so nailed on with what we're doing. And we are fully aware it's a, for us, it's a slow and steady race. Continue to work with the banks. Continue to present yourself as best as possible. This is why we do these supplementary things. Things we're both interested in. Um, as well. Going out, doing a lot of EPCs a week, running business, running the podcast. In the background, we are trying to get better with social media, posting more content, looking to get the YouTube channel back up and running as well and, and to get more consistency. You know, we're doing the best that we possibly can with that as well. And recording episodes, recording you know content for the podcast as well. It's how we fit it into a week is is good fun, but we enjoy doing it. It doesn't feel like work at all. Every day's a new day. Every day's a new challenge, uh, and every day is you know a, a, a chance to shine. Every day is just a new day to to enjoy yourself. In terms of raising finance, it's not something we know like to boast about. It's this whole. British psychology. We have raised over £600,000 of finance, uh, some for our own projects, some for other people's projects as well. And again, most of that's come from Aaron, to be fair. We, we started out of a similar mindset back in 2015, 2016. We don't think we're going to be able to raise a finance. You know, can we do this? Can we do that? And over time, you know, we've both worked on our mindset incredibly. We're not perfect. We're, we're far from it. Um, without a shadow of a doubt. Again, every day is a day to get better. Every day is a day to test yourself, push yourself. And these are these are key things that we've found over the years as well. So 
I'm hoping that gives you an insight into into our portfolio, what we do in, in our day-to-day lives, um, how, how we do things. So a few people have asked us recently, they say we love the content, but we don't actually know what you guys do. Can you explain to us? So hopefully that gives you uh, an idea of, of what we do. Now just in summary of that, mainly by to lets, we do have a commercial unit as well. We're slow and steady. We're working on a few deals at the moment, uh, get them over the line and you know that will help to increase the balance of the portfolio without a shadow of a doubt. We've raised over 600,000 pounds Aaron focuses a lot of his time on matching investors with deals uh, through various people in his network. Myself, I do a lot of recordings uh, for the podcast, as you can tell, and also do EPCs as well, energy performance certificates as as a supplementary form of income at all. In terms of plans for the future, you know, we're looking forward to getting out and about being able to travel again. We are just trying to be as socially conscious as we can. Uh, you know, we do aim to go to the World Cup in Qatar in 2022, spend a couple of months in the desert. That'll be good fun. Uh, and also, hopefully, might be able to get out to the Euros in 2021. Unlikely, but we've got to have hope, haven't we? In the next couple of years, we also want to get out and about and do more generic travelling as well and, and really shift shift things uh, towards the travel side. You know, there's so much to see and do out there. Um, you know, really want to quench that thirst of getting out there and doing more and to have new experiences, new adventures. And yeah, I'm sure we're all, uh, most of us have got this same sort of bottled up instinct at the moment. We just want to get out and about there. We just want to do the best we can. We want things back to normal or see a relative form of normal as well. All I would say from a property point of view is obviously do your own homework, do your own due diligence. And there's always going to be opportunities in the market. You know, keep, Keep speaking to people in your network. Keep reading what you're reading. Keep diversifying yourself as well. Don't always put all your eggs in one basket in property. Um, you know, do have other interests as well, just in case, because you know economic cycles do come in drips and drabs. Every cycle is well, different cycles happen at different times. I.e., what happens in property might be different from the stock market. Might be different from gold and silver. Might be different from general mining. You know, so do. Do be careful of all of that as well. Happy Christmas from us here as well. You'll get an episode, a brief Christmas message from us on Christmas Day. But I'm hoping that this episode's provided you uh, with an insight into what we do uh, in terms of our day-to-day lives and our portfolio. Stay tuned over Christmas. We've got some great JV episodes coming up. We've also got an awesome series of of getting started in property uh, coming out starting the 1st of January actually with Chris Evans no not the radio DJ someone with the same name who's going to be talking to us about how he started his buy to let business and how things are going so really looking forward to that mini series stay tuned as always you know tell other people about the podcast as well uh, leave us a review on iTunes we, we do read them we highly appreciate them as well this is about getting this information out to as many people as possible and you know we can do that with your help uh, so do you know like like the podcast share the podcast with others and have a very 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 good christmas uh, until next time hasta luego